Welcome to Her Clarity, Her Success, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories of high-performing women and the strategies that inspire and empower women to step out boldly in their brilliance. I'm your host, Victoria Baylor, and I'm a mindset and clarity coach who's passionate about helping entrepreneurial and professional women gain clarity and a strong mindset to increase their worth and network. Please be sure to share and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Hello. I, you know, I was going to say good morning. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, depending on where in the world you are. Uh, you have found yourself at Her Clarity, Her Success. I'm Victoria Baylor, Mindset and Clarity Coach. And I am super, ex- oh, that was Alexa. I hate when she starts talking by herself. But anyway, I'm super excited to have my guests in the Zoom studio today. It's uh, made none other than, you know, I joke with her today when I looked her up online. It said TV personalities. <laughs> amazing designer. Uh, I'm going to call out the 2015 Project Runway uh, participant, 20, what, 18 Project Runway all-star participant, mm-hmm. none other than Maylene Labissier. Did I perfect. say that? Okay. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so good to have you today. I'm delighted. Oh my gosh. I'm like a fangirl. Like on- uh, I'm like so pumped up. Th- these conversations are always my favorite just to kind of share our journey as designers, uh, as women. So I like love this. Well, awesome. And we love it. And the fans love it. I think all the ladies today in advance love it. So thank you so Aww. much for your graciousness and being here today. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, good. We're going to squeeze you dry as I like. Yes. <laughs> We can get all the good stuff out of you today. We got a celebrity here, y'all. Uh, so, Maylene, you know, there's a lot of different places where we can start with this. Oh, man. I'm going to start with asking you actually to introduce yourself. And then we're yes. going to have a little bit of an icebreaker. And then we're going to really poke at you. But please perfect, tell perfect. everyone who you are mm-hmm. and what you've been able to accomplish so far. Yeah, so I was born in Miami, Florida. My name is Melanie Labissiere. My family's from Haiti, so I'm first generation. And that has a lot of impact on me when you're first generation because literally my mom came here on a boat from Haiti. And so for us, um, especially on me and my siblings, success was not an option. You know what I mean? And so, you know, for us, like we didn't, like I didn't even know English growing up. And so, I, I grew up in Miami, Florida. I went to school. Education is huge in my family. Success is huge in my family. And so I got the opportunity um, right after high school to go to um, Miami-Dade College. I have associates of arts and architecture. Um, and then I got an opportunity to go to SCAD because it was like one of my favorite school on my list. Like it was the only school I applied for, by the way. Um, and then there I did a, um, a bachelor in fine art and fashion. And also I did a background in architecture at SCAD. And then from there, right after SCAD, um, I, I finally at one point got opportunity to go f- um, full time with my fashion um business. So that was super awesome. And along the way, um, and we're going to talk about this later is I got to apply for Project Runway three times along that journey. And 2015 was the, the one I like finally made it on the show. So that was like a, that was just a surprising whirlwind 
to be on that show. And then afterwards, I got to be on Project Runway All-Stars. And then from there, I've just been creating my business line. I have a nonprofit where I teach fashion in the inner city. So that's been amazing. Um, during COVID, I got to help other um, business owners with their branding and the way they market their business because I've learned all these tools along the way. So that's just been fun also. And so I'm j- I just get I just love the fact that every day I get to do what I do. And it's super hard, but I get to do what I do. <laughs> that get, I get to love, like when you wake up and you love what you do, it's just, it's transforming um, at how you do it. And it also, I don't know, I feel like it, it brings so much joy to my soul. You know what I mean? No, you know, I feel like we were already out the gate. The horse is running like super fast. I mean, so many different, you've made such valid points. I, and I will actually want to back that up. Your last yeah. sentiment, loving what you do and just the joy it brings. I find that for a lot of women, they do things out of necessity. They do mm-hmm. things because other people expect them to. Yeah. There are any hard questions that you to start with. Yeah. But I am curious, what has been your philosophy centered around that? Have you always been able to honor that part of yourself? And Ooh. what's your advice to other women? So that is a hard, hard one. So I got to talk about different stages for women life. Number one, it's okay not to do everything all at once. That's the biggest lesson I've learned. Like we think we have to do everything in this one season and that leads to burnout, but the fine balance. So the reality, just to be honest, honest, cause I'm like, I'm all about being real <laughs> is that there's seasons where you have to make money. Listen in that season. Like I, like a lot of people that I opportunity, like when, when women are like, I want to be a fashion designer, but they're like working there nine to five. I tell them that find a job that is still creative. Like, let's just say you are in a creative field, find a job that's still creative. That's going to get you closer to your dream job. So, so that you can do those baby steps, but there's the reality is you wake up some days and you have to pay bills. You can't just like quit your job. But what I would say is do what you want to do on the side, but find something that you can get even closer and closer. And so those are some of the people, this is how I've done it. Like when COVID happened, reality Nobody was buying clothes. I could stay in my room and go, oh, life is over. But what I did is I was like, okay, I made a list of all my skills. I was like, I went to art school. I am talented. Like, what can I do from my house on the computer? I start branding other people's businesses. I start impacting other businesses because I was like, okay, I got to make money, but I still want to love what I do. It looks different. It may not be a dress, but I'm still designing And that was how I balance everything out. So when everything hit the fan and I don't have any money, I will be like, okay, what can I do as a designer to make money? It's still closer to what I want. It may not be the dream dream, but that's just how I, that's how I balance it out in different seasons of my life. You have said, wow, that, I think that is like the biggest secret that really isn't a secret, such wisdom because yeah. I mean, making the point of doing things that excite you and then finding other ways to do still do them even yeah. times. I mean, that's brilliant. And I people think don't like, talk about that. They just talk about like this end goal of like your perfect life, but then life happens. And when you close the door, like this is why sometimes Instagram could be very, um, very harmful is that sometimes people are projecting they're very successful, but deep down they can't pay their bills. And I'm over, I'm really over that whole idea of, of faking it till you make it like that idea of like, oh, I got to look like it. I'm like, no, like I'm at a season in my life. I'm like, 
you need to survive like a roof over your head, a budget for your food, those just basic stuff. And so sometime like we we'll, we'll get to a point. I used to be there. I used to get to a point as a designer where I'm designing, I'm doing my dream, but I'm poor. And I'm like, Whoa, something is off right now. Like I need to like figure what does that look like financially of making a profit for my business. And if I can't do it this season, because I'm laying down the foundation, it's okay for me to do something until something else, until this is kind of built on. And that's one thing I'm like, I, I don't care about faking it. Like if tomorrow you see me have a different type of company, I, I don't care. I'm like, I, want to make sure those two things are always um, a balance in my life. You know, that really screams toward strategy. And I think um, what's really great about it is that women are way too brilliant to be broke in any regard. Yeah. Like, yeah. So much. And I think it's so cool. I love hearing you say, because especially that's what I, as a mindset and clarity coach, my job is to really help unpack women to see the yeah. various amounts. And I love hearing you say, you're like, let me go back to the drawing board. I'm mm-hmm. a designer. I yeah. do this. I do that. That is so awesome. And it sounds like that has sustained you during the, the, the leaner times. And has that really added to like your portfolio <laughs> once you test things out? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, because I did that, I had no idea I had that part of me. Like I had like, like I've been taking product shot and it's basically like everything we, you've been doing already. Like you've been like for my business, I've been creating product shot. I've been doing my own photo shoot. I've been doing like, I've done all those things. And so I've met other women um, that don't know how to do those things for their, but like I do my website for my online store and I just do it as a blink. I put my products up and so, but I don't realize for other people, those things are like, they just don't know. And so the cool thing is like you were saying, like I got to add that on my portfolio and I didn't know how much I would love it. Like I would be like, Hey, this is how your promo video should do. Don't focus on posting. Um, you need to be doing market. What's your marketing strategy? What's your marketing budget? Like to me, it blew my mind that I would love this field. Like I, like it's crazy. I was like, Oh, one more thing to add, you know, and why not? And I imagine for you, it doesn't, it doesn't drain your energy. It makes you excited. It brings you joy. And I think women need to stop settling. I I mean, I'd love to get your impression. It almost feels like women just grab on the the thing that's most available to them. And they're a little bit sometimes fearful about reaching out or doing that deeper exploration. Yeah. How how should it, they over your, just your, um, feedback yeah How can women kind of get over that do you feel like oh so, we put our, I think we put our stuff in a box like oh for me coming from someone that people recognize me as a fashion designer in my head if I just say I'm a fashion designer I leave myself in a box because I'm like like if you look at my profile everything I've been brand, I've been branding myself for the last x amount of years I'm a fashion designer so that fear of like I'm gonna do something else of like people are like are you confused do you not know like what you want that fear would leave me in a box you know but I'm a designer at first so whether I'm designing a shoes or a box or art like it's still designing you know and so I had to basically not that pressure of what people think <laughs> that stuff is real that people pleasing that I struggle with because I want everybody to like me (laughs) Um, yeah that I'm a people pleasing kind of person so for me the last couple years I realized that I've been using the word I'm a multi um I'm a multi um disciplined designer you know where I could like if I want to design like right now if you go to one of my brands I I design my own textiles at one season another season I just want to do a velvet collection um on that same website I do um I do art on that same website and that's okay. You know, like 
first i don't know who told us that that we're supposed to brand ourselves in one area i don't know where that lie came from but that's literally what i've been taught and so i've been breaking that i'm being okay with doing a couple things like if i want to do a podcast season just 10 episodes i'm gonna just do that and then walk away if i want to do my youtube i'm gonna do that it's okay and i think for not for i don't want to keep going on but one thing that i've learned is that what makes me um, a great designer is I try different things. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. If I'm not meant to be a multidiscipline or I start branding and if I don't like it, I don't like it. But if I don't try, I don't know if I like it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like if I never, if I never became a, a if, like I started doing my textile and I was like, oh, I like this. I continue doing it, but I could try and be like, mm, I don't want it. But I think we need to leave room to try stuff and not pin ourselves to this one one branding right and this and that's it no and that's really great to have to shun perfectionism and realize mm. that you can i think that's the reason why a lot of women mm. get into that trap is because they don't have a true sense of their identity so yeah. i like to say it's like them out in the ocean and there's like there's some driftwood that flies by and they're or mm. drifts by and then they grab onto that and they're like okay this is my salvation yeah i'm yeah. gonna be this and if they see another opportunity they're so scared to let it go for something else but why can't you reach for more and i believe yeah. your life really demonstrates the you actually gain more freedom from reaching for more and you become more of who you're supposed to be. That yeah. Yeah. And it's a journey. Like sometimes we, we think about this arriving, but that arriving, whatever that place is for everyone, it's not going to look like what you thought in your head. You know what I mean? And so just to see even me like doing this and I do that, but I think what I want to say is different seasons for different, you cannot do everything in one season. Like women, we're so super women. We want to do every, we want to conquer the world in one season, but it's okay for this season. You work on this project, you, you work on making money in this area and then taking that data from it and evaluating it. You know what I mean? Cause what happened is we don't have data to evaluate. We do do stuff and then we walk away from it. But just like I, I do I, at the end of every year, I try to stop everything the last month of the year and I evaluate the year. Did I like working on other people's brand? What didn't I like about it? Um, did I like my brand? What can I, did I make enough money? Can I make more money? Is there other ways to make? Like I, I evaluate my life in December because I don't want to walk into a whole year of doing the same thing, you know? And so I have a lot of time where I just reflect like, did I like this? Did I not like this? And because I stop and reflect, cause you know, we're, we're hustle mode. Oh, um, so right. It really changed my life because I will go 360. Like I'd be like, mm, this didn't work. And like, uh, because I'm like, I, I want to, I made this amount of money this year. I want to make more, I guess this year, I'm just going to focus, focus on marketing. I'm just going to make videos, marketing, marketing, marketing. And then when I, when I handle that, I'd be like, oh, maybe I've done too much marketing. Maybe I don't, I want to focus on um, more quality of my video. So those are things I stop and assess data in my life. No, that's remarkable. And man, you just, you must have read, that's, you know, as a coach, that's one of the things I'm always trying to encourage my amazing yeah. clients is because you're right. Women tend to like just bulldoze through everything. And yeah. really we have to stop and check our own pulse. Mm -hmm. After we are like about dead about, you know, they hate what they're doing. They can't yeah. stand it, but they will like literally drag themselves along. And it's so mm -hmm. important to be aware of what's going on with you. 
I love that you refer to it as seasons. And I think about the mm-hmm. design season. That mm-hmm. There's a collection that comes together. Yeah. Everybody does the editing and drawing and yeah. all that stuff. That's good. And then they evaluate how is it, like, was it successful or not? Exactly, yeah. I love your use of that word. But think about it, though. Like, I've learned this from Project Runway because they create a, like, I just love, Project Runway taught me so much being on that show. Just watching them do production and watch every the whole world, that's how they work. Everything is in season, right? Every, every episode, every like Netflix will come out with this and they'll do t- 10 things and that's it. And so in my brain, so they, they create it and then they market it and then they take that data. That's how they do, you know? And so I love it because if I want to work on just a shoe collection first this season, I'm going to just do that and not, and be like this season, I'm going to do a shoe collection so if you look at my brand, Marie Labisier collection, all I do inside of it is create a bunch of different types of collections. So I'll do art collection, I'll do a fashion collection, and that frees me up to just do whatever I want, you know? And so even me, I do these short, small, one-minute podcasts on my Instagram. I could just do 12 this season. I'm good. Listen, <laughs> I don't have to have this pressure of like, I got to do this every day. And like, I'm just, again... It just I'm testing the waters to even know if I want to do a podcast. And so I, I, right now I can only commit to one minute and one minute of editing a video. That's all I could do because I have a brand. I have other brands that I want to work on. And so I can't commit to like a whole session. And so, but again, I'm just testing the waters. I'm probably going to do 12 of it this season, like a, like a, like a, you know, like a series and then next series I'll do 12 more, you know? But I love like season just frees you up to just focus on it then. But you know what I do? Because people like us, me and you, we dream a lot. I do write all the dreams on paper, like just so that I'm not stressed. Put it everything. I put everything. I'm like, oh, you want to have this another type of collection? I put it. I don't have to do it this season, but I write it down and I'll get to it when it's like the perfect season for that project. Oh, just love everything you say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it works. I'm telling you, like a lot of failures and all this. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is what works for me. We are soul sisters in that regard. <laughs> I totally agree. I, I, but I always love people's perspective. I think everybody's uniquely brilliant. I think yeah. you said something that's completely changed the way I see. Also, I love this notion. I mean, I, my background is crazy. It's in research science, even though uh, you know mm, I've been my life. And awesome. what's what's funny about research is that you have experiments and you test different things. Mm. What I found about women is one of the biggest challenges is women, of course, women who are struggle with failure, which is one of my past mm. issues of perfectionism, yeah. they're scared to test because they yeah. don't, you know, they can't control or they don't, they don't want the disappointment, but I mm. love the freeingness of what you're proposing. And sometimes I guess when money is attached to it, you can see why it is a little bit of a challenge for people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as you already prefaced, you're like, get in there. Don't lose your dream. Do what you need to do that's necessary. Keep your eye on your dream. Yeah. And I keep feeling this theme coming from you and we will move forward. It's almost <laughs> like design your own life. You yeah. have the power to do that. And that's like giving me chill bumps because the greatest thing any of us have a cho- is choice. And I think yeah. that when women really realize that they have a choice and a say, it's going to really change the way they step out there. Yeah, and it's hard, like just- just the things that we are struggling just as humans, as women, just everything is like people like there's a book that my church um, we did together in in a group is called when people are big and God is small. And that book, let me tell you, I was like, oh man, like I made people, you know how like back in the days they had all these idols 
Uh Right. And so we make people an idol and like there there's true seasons of my life where I will not design because I'm afraid to post. That's real. Like you want to create, but the fear of putting it out there and that rejection is so much more real that you will not create. Mm. And so, and think about it too. Like imagine where I am, like failure is real, but fail in that failure. I've God has like used that to teach me certain things. You know what I mean? Like for me, like I'm on, I'm, I was on project runway. Um, I, there's, I could be in a point and I wasn't at a point where I was like, I, I left a show and I'm not as successful as I thought I wanted to be. Right. And so if, if I get stuck in that mentality, I won't sew, I won't create because I'd be like, well, I don't have a big studio. Then I don't want to, you know what I mean? Then because I don't have the studio, I won't do this because I don't have that camera. I won't do this. And the list goes on of what we think we don't have. We won't. Mm. And so for me, and that's just being honest, there's seasons where like, I'm like, oh, I don't have a, but I got an industrial sewing machine. Some people don't have that Merlin, or at least I can buy a, like 60 rows of fabric and create a collection. Like some people don't have that. And so sometimes we so focus on what we don't have to mm-hmm. start something. Right. We'd be like, mm, I don't have this. I don't want to start this. I don't have this. We make, and it's like, we waiting for, like you were saying earlier, we're for these perfect moment that never exists. Right. And so those are the things that lies. That I, so I love that book where sorry, people are big. We put people on a pedestal and say, they're big, what they think of me, instead of like what God has called me to do, what God has put in my heart, what, what he has told me to do. So like, it's crazy how like I've made people an idol and I, and all of us are facing this, like that people pleasing is real. And so it, it just holds us back from like, and I made a list. I'm like, okay, like, I'll be like, at one point I wouldn't design anything. Cause a lot of my teachers from SCAD was following me and I, and I thought my clothes wasn't good enough. That was one of, so literally I would write those lies. I have this, I have this template that I create. I'm trying to make it into a book where I put lies on one side and then God truth on the other side, which like Bible verses, because these lies will trap me here, but it's hard to jump from here to here. But you mean, I like, I have to physically write it because I'd be like, oh, this is dumb. But like, we just leave it in our head. You know what I mean? And so that people are big, like, you know, even when I talk to my other Project Runway um, contestant, they're all saying the same thing. Like, what happened is when, when you leave that show and people put you on a pedestal and you yourself don't feel like you have accomplished X, Y, and Z, you almost feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. And it has, if it, like, if it wasn't for my me rooted in my identity in Christ, like I would be a hot mess, guys. I would I would not be designing right now because I felt like I don't have whatever I think I should have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it, that confrontation is necessary. So mm. I, I finally started doing that myself. I gave someone a journal and I, I would only journal when things were like a little bit rough, yeah. and like a major issue. And, you know, as a mindset coach, I understand that nonstop in our minds are constantly mm. things coming up. And it's funny because it's almost like a game now. I love that, that call out part. It's like, wait, you just thought what? Like, you think you're <laughs> reckless? Let me write that down. And it's like, I told my husband, it's like I coach my own self. It's kind of hilarious. But it, it forces you to confront this stuff because mm. it's easy to harbor it. And I think that's why us having this conversation so yeah. because a lot of women will look and think oh well Melene you know she's done this that, and that. Mm. she doesn't deal with that or she doesn't struggle yeah. it's like for you to normalize and say hey this is part of the humanness but I don't let it stop me 
it gives another woman fuel to say, okay, yeah. let me get my pad out and my two columns <laughs> and get to writing. <laughs> Which is so true. I love it. I do love it. And it's crazy. Like, I remember like the lowest point of my life is I just finished All Stars and I had, I just finished like this big wedding and I had to close my studio down and like, that was just like, I'm a big failure. And then I, I moved in with my parents. And so that, that mental of what the world said we should be was horrible. Like I was depressed. I was like, what's my life going? I, I'm not supposed to be this great designer. But the crazy thing about it is when I look back in the middle of it, I was like, life is over. But what I learned from it is now I, I manage my money. Well, not going back. <laughs> I managed my money well. And the way I was doing business was not sustainable. I was sewing everything. I was now I contract most of my things out. I do drop ship from most of my designs. I've learned it wasn't sustainable. Like if I want to have a family one day as a woman, um, and I want to be there physically, mentally, spiritually, all of it, I need to be, I need to be wise of how I do business. And I wasn't, I was just in a hustle mode. I, I didn't contract anything out. I was doing everything in-house. I had two interns. Outside looking in, money was coming in, but it wasn't sustainable. So I had to crash and burn for me to go, oh, so now I'm building my business the right way where money can come in. I can sleep and money can come in without have to come into work every day. So that was the biggest lesson in that crash and burn for me to like come back up. But again, if I didn't crash and burn, I'll still be living this hustle life, sleeping on the floor of my studio. Cause I thought that was, that's what it took to be a hustle. That's, that's what it took to be successful. But again, we don't view those failures as gifts. You know, we just use them like, Oh man, life is gone. Like my life is not like so-and-so on Instagram or Facebook, or I'm not, I'm not making the type of money that I want to make. We see those, but we don't see we don't see when we're down as that is like a lesson. Like we needed that so that the next one we could be like, I am unbreakable. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I think that's what I like learn. Cause sometimes I like I, what I love about this podcast is I never want to come on here and talk about all the like highlight moments. Cause they're, you know, we do that in society. We'd be like, Oh, my stuff is on high or I'm on a magazine, but we don't talk about like, when you're on the floor and you're crying and you're like, when you're a business owner, there is no rule. There's no plan. You literally have to wake up every day and like, I print out my day. This is what I have to do. This is what it looks like. And when you, when you're in your room by yourself and no, you, you sound crazy. You know? <laughs> it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. And so we don't talk about those moments when we're like, I don't know what I'm doing and nobody knows what they're doing. If I just literally like, making up these rules and like trying to figure it out themselves you know what I mean and so like I love talking about those moments where no I don't have it together you know no and I love it and what what a lesson learned too and uh, you know I always like to say the mountaintops don't mm. as valuable if you don't have the valleys like you yeah. have to be out in the middle when you, yeah. so when you yeah. rise to the top you just changes your perspective you appreciate mm. the view better and um, you're absolutely right. And the craziest thing about entrepreneurship is, I mean, you're managing external factors in this business and it's almost like a baby. You want, yeah. you want people <laughs> to like your baby, not think something's wrong with your baby. And then you're managing all your, your emotions. It um, is so much. Hard, I love, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You. 
I love what you said about being okay with the crash and burn because hmm. I find that so many women, when they see the let's use a sewing reference, mm-hmm. when they they get into the dress and it's too small for them, and they see the seams popping, they're trying to sew themselves in. They're gonna make yeah. it fit. And they do the same thing with situations that no longer serve them. And they're like, well, yeah. just stick in this thing. It's uncomfortable. I can't breathe. Yeah. And it's like, you're saying that, hey, just let it go. It's not working for you. And you're going to actually achieve better. You can yeah. just let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God closed doors. There's some doors that like, he's physically closed. I cannot, excuse me. I cannot break some doors down. Like the doors are closed. And so for me, one thing that he's put in my heart is, um, creative solutions. I love it. So like, I don't know how I learned this, but, um, a successful person have a plan A, B, C, D, all the way to Z. So for me, when I, when I, when I used to, um, get dressed as a little kid, if I can't find that one shoes, it ruined the whole day. I used to be that kind of person. Like one thing doesn't work and I'm like, forget it. And then I heard that one quote, you know, successful person have plan A, plan B, plan C. Now if plan A doesn't work, I'm like, Hmm, Maybe I'm going to do it like this. And if plan B don't work, I'm like, whoa. So I love creating. Like if I don't have a sewing table, I can sew on a table, on a floor. <gasps> if I don't have the floor, I can go find me some cardboard and I can tape it together on the floor. Okay, if I don't have the cardboard, what, what do I have around me? This is literally how my brain works in every situation. And I'm like, and I have to like, and I say this frustrated. I'll be like, okay, this is what God has given me today. Like yesterday, I did a photo shoot on my Instagram. It's like a pose, like one of my products. And I did it in a driveway. I took a roll of paper and I pinned it. I was a little frustrated. I was like, but this is what I have. And the pictures came out amazing. But I was like, this is what I have today. You don't have a studio with lights on top of you. This is what I have. But we can work with the resources. We Everything that you need, you have it today. You have it for that. For today, you have today. Anything you need for today, you have today. Whatever you're going to need for tomorrow, God will provide. And so that's literally how he has just been blessing me with creative solution of like, I'm telling you, like, if something no plan A, I'd be like, okay, plan B. Okay, the website ain't want to work today. Okay, so, but I could go do this right now while the website figure it out. Like, I'm like always looking at creative solutions when things are falling apart. I love it. You're queen of the pivot. And I, I think that's, <laughs> I love that word. That's definitely been a word for this whole COVID pandemic mm. season is pivoting, but pivoting, yeah. I mean, you're so right. It takes, reminds me of that scripture. It says, give us a stay our daily bread. And I, mm. I know some of us, I'm not going to say anything. Some of us that have recovered from that. Cause I like to be truthful too. <laughs> you know, when, you, when there's this idea of like, you have high standards and there's perfectionism mm-hmm. involved, it can really make you mm. kind of be like, let me wait till, you know, situations are right, that certain situations are better, but then you miss out on so much time and you yeah. miss on the opportunities, like fail fast, fail forward, do Ooh. what you need to do, test it out and keep going. And that's the most success. Yeah. I'll say this real quick. It changed my view on success when I heard that, um, what's his name? Uh, the baseball player. Um, uh, oh, the older one, the guy that's, uh, Mm-hmm. what's his name oh lord i can see his name. <laughs> okay the tell me the popular. quote maybe it'll come to you no the most popular one babe ruth okay okay, okay 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 please okay. forgive me listeners no you're good you're good eventually babe ruth his batting average was like first of all he has like the highest like the best batting average or whatever it is but when i realized the breakdown of his batting average mm. if, I read it, if i read it correctly out of every 10 like throws he yeah. only hit three wow like he missed seven 
out of mm. 10 and he still managed to score very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I realized that I was like, oh, so yeah. this is success we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and to like, I'm finally getting in a point where I love the journey. Like some people, we some we just don't like it, you know. Um and I love the journey because like right now I took two years off. I walked away from everything. Um, and after, after I closed my studio down, I walked away from it and I was just praying. I was like, do I really want to go back? Cause I was so burnt out and I've done it the wrong way. And so I left everything and I didn't do fashion for two years. I didn't make that much money. I literally rest my body. And so I was at the beach all the time. I was like, I was just like, no. And like, I was okay walking away from everything. And maybe like I, I, I applied for FIU for my master's in architecture and I got in and I was like, do I want to do that? Um, and so what I love like now is like, because I rested and now like, I, I don't play on my Sabbath. That's, that's, I'm telling you, like when you crash and burn, oh, really? I'm not going back <laughs> Sundays, no, no business, no client, no computer, no social media. You can't find me on Sunday. But I had to understand that, you know, and it's okay. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm finally, I haven't arrived, guys. Learning, I'm learning to love the journey that I'm in. Like, okay, I don't have this penthouse that I really want yet or the land or whatever that is, or my brand is in every store yet. Um, But I think I like, I finally like where I am. It's not perfect by means. I think I could be, further along but I've chosen like I spent a lot of time with my family which I've never done before um I'm doing a little more church community which I haven't done before because us entrepreneurs tend to be so hustle hustle that we don't do relationships mm-hmm. um and we don't rest our bodies we, we're not in the word of God we're just all over the place we're like we think that success is just this business aspect and not spiritual, not community, not people fellowship. So it had like, I had to reshape what even that's that word success is for me, you know, I'm, and I always say, I'm like, I'm not as successful as I want to be, but spiritually I am like growing the biggest time of my life. It's crazy how God is like shaping me and growing me. I have a Sabbath. I got a hammock. I'm at the beach all day doing nothing but reading love it but again like you need to start redefining what that success is because it's not always money it's not that it's like what is because you can be successful with a six-pack but your soul is 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 eating junk food not no muscle no nothing like so so that's kind of where i've landed of like yes i want to wake up and do everything that i want to do i want to have the money but i think after burnout Burnout cost me my soul. It cost me my mentalness. It cost me, I wasn't in the word of God. Like lust was kicking my butt. And so I redefined success, you know, the same way I hustle in my business. I do that spiritually. I'm printing out word of God. I'm memorizing it. I'm in it. I'm like, do I, do I believe this? Do I not believe this? God help me to believe it. Cause I'm struggling right now. And then I'm trying, I'm really trying to be in community and also spending time with my family. And so to me, I had just reevaluating what success is. And that, that's why I love like at the end of the year, stop and be like, what do you want? Like, I want to be that person. Listen, I used to be in Savannah, Georgia. There's this, be this, these guys in the middle of the day, they're reading a book at like at a coffee shop. 
what are they doing with their life financially that they could do that in the middle of the day? <laughs> I know, right? I want a piece of that. <laughs> I want a piece of that. And so for me, I was like, what is that when in the middle of the day, they don't have to be at work? I'm sure they've done whatever they had to do. But like, what is that mentally? What is that spiritually? And what is that financially? And you don't have to make a lot of money to have those things, but just be careful when you hustle, 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 and not taking care of like working out and making sure you're eating right. Like those, like I was hustling so much. I wasn't at the gym. Like my body was just like, so that's not success. That is not success to me. Success is not acquiring all that and doing that and not men- making sure that mental and spiritually you're okay. You know what? That is the ultimate mm. there because um, I think sometimes success gets only viewed one side of your absolutely mm-hmm. right. And I think, you know, we are body, spirit, and soul. Mm. And it's so important to make sure all parts are in equilibrium and they're good and they're in alignment because you could be all, you know, like you said, uh, professionally successful, business successful, and then just be falling apart, deteriorating, deteriorating externally. And that's, I mean, that's no good. And I think Ooh. it, it, it requires a great deal of focus, deciding what you want, mm. going back to what you said before, literally silent, creating a silent space so you can process Ooh, my favorite place you are. I know. And most yeah. people that are successful, it's not a, their success is not based on the amount of what they're getting accomplished. It's the quality, quality of what of they're getting accomplished. Yes, yes. And that takes a lot. And the crazy thing people don't realize is like, even for me, like, because I'm in the word of God. Um, my identity is not based on people because I could get caught up in that is based on what Christ has done for me on the cross. So I just been sitting in that. When I leave that space, I'm a better designer because then, you know, you, you know, we used to say, I don't care what people think of me. That's a lie. We all think we all care what people think of us, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but the only difference is when I'm rooted in the gospel, you know, when I find my identity in Jesus I go out and be like, now I'm fearless in creating. Now I can go out and be like, hustle mode is like the hustle has changed because then it's not for my glory, it's for his glory. But what happened is like, we make it about other people, we make it about us and we forget about the creator that gave it to us. And I think for me, that has changed the game of how I create, why I create. Now I'm not doing it to please people. Now I'm like, no, I'm going to just do these videos. I'm like, fine, but before I'd be like, if I post this video, we're going to think, and then you get trapped in that. And so I think for me that that changed the game of the season that I'm in. It's like, because I'm okay spiritually, I'm okay mentally. Now I can walk into a space and love designing. And I walk away. I'm not about this overnighter hustling mode. I walk away, guys. I work hard from Monday through Friday. I have an amazing Sabbath but I walk away from work during the day. No, no, no. If we don't learn balance, like it catch up to you. And there's still, you know, there's seasons where we have to do overnighters and the shipment is coming in or an order come in. And those, but those are, should not be every day of your life. And so the biggest lesson I could tell like a woman, like that balance of like your mind, body, and soul, like stop and just analyze, like at the end of your life, you're not on um, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, mm, I work so hard in my life. You're not going to be saying that you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. It won't, you won't even care. You won't care how much money you have. You know, um, when COVID happened, COVID was such a real thing for me. I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm like the first to go, whatever, like those movies, I'm the first to die in the movies. Oh, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think I'm like, this is so real. But I think what I love about COVID is that 
it put my life in perspective. I'm going to tell you that right now. The only regret I would have if I died is I didn't spend time in my word of God. I didn't love people more. Those, that was the only regret if I thought I was dying. I didn't think about like, oh, all those collections. I was on Project Run. Like that was cool, but it wasn't the last thing I was thinking about. And so I really wanted to go in this year, like, like you were like, you know, just having balance of working hard, but making sure those other aspects of my life matters because I tend, I struggle with feeling emptiness, that emptiness like weighs on me. You know what I mean? And so that usually happened where spiritually I'm not filled. Like I have it connected with God on that level. And so when I'm connected with God on that level, I am such a better human. <laughs> I'm more nicer. I'm a better designer. And so, yeah, I would, that, that was like my biggest thing I've learned as an entrepreneur, creator, all of it. I mean, your insights, I love them. And we, and we understand that, of course, everyone listening doesn't share the same spiritual. Yeah, true, that, true. That aside, however, Merlene and I do. <laughs> <laughs> we do, yeah. So we're saying it from our perspective, but I totally agree with yeah. you. Because I think for, I can second that because for me, it's so funny when I work with people and they think, you know, they can kind of come in and they're feeling a little bit like, you know, okay, I need to be ashamed. And mm-hmm. I've seen people ultimately as a beautiful gift that yeah. God created. And it's about unpacking yourself and that you are, it's like Christmas to me. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. good, bad, and different. It still doesn't take away from the value, immense yeah. brilliance that people have. And yeah, yeah. I think, you know, you're right. At the end of the day, it, this kind of it kind of highlights something bigger. It has to be bigger than what you're just doing. Yeah. Values are so important. And then just having that belief that God gave me this, he gave me this gift. He gave me this purpose. And I get the opportunity to kind of connect with him and be a co-creator. There's something phenomenal about that. Um, So we understand if everybody doesn't understand what we're talking about for those that do, I imagine it resonates, but yeah, I know before um, we got a little bit more time, we jumped into the interview and I know I said I was going to do an icebreaker. (laughs) We skipped that all together, but what is really cool, something you mentioned at the start was, you know, you started in Miami and then of course being first generation, which is amazing. Like I could have a whole show on that, Mm, but I love that you tracked your path to savannah and that was like the only i love savannah and i will say this this is how malina and i have actually met in person yes 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 yes. time back in the day into your house too yeah oh my gosh Mm -hmm. yeah it's been forever i know she's a designer i was stalking her back then and i i'm a little bit i had a full-time job but i had Mm -hmm. for most people that don't know i had a sewing business for 15 Mm -hmm. years you're really good thank you You know, there are different. I just want to preface this. So I made wedding gowns and prom dresses, mm-hmm. and I could kind of understand where my clients were at. But I am, I was a really good sewer, but I am not a designer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think there is an amazing gifts that designers have mm-hmm. that for those of us, well, a little bit of a designer, but not like you. I was looking at some of your work today, just the architectural piece, of it, the way yeah. in which you put everything together. Question for you. Yes. Because <laughs> part of your you know, brand is that you merge architecture Mm -hmm. and design. Like when did you know for yourself that that was going to be a good fit and that you were really onto something and your, and what you were creating? Yeah. Um, I think I've learned, especially my senior year in college that I could merge them together. You know, um, I didn't know I could do that. Uh, but my professor was like, cause I was taking architecture classes and I was running to fashion building and then one day he goes, just use um, what you're already doing, you know? 
Because what happened is what I love about SCAD that other schools don't have is that you can be a graphic designer, but minor in jewelry. You could be a jewelry person, but minor in architecture. And and what that hap- what yeah, what that does is it sets you apart from everyone else. Like what makes you you? You know, maybe you're a graphic designer merging 19th century furniture. That's what makes it like you're trying to create, and I that's how I coach people that want to be designers, is that you can merge all your experiences to this one thing, and that is your voice. So like let's just say you love jury, but you love podcasts. Like, why not merge those two together? You know what I mean? And so when you do that, right? When you do that, it like you're 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 you you're saying a basically you have a unique voice. It sets you apart from everyone in a room. So like when I was on Project Runway, you had other people with like this, this, but they knew me as like mer- merging architecture and fashion, and that stood me out. And every time the judge would critique me, they would be like, "Hmm, I could see where your brain was going. I could just design something about. Oh, I could see the architecture because I've like." set myself apart and basically that's what I that's what I was doing in my brain anyway I just finally vocalized <laughs> I finally put a word to like oh I am merger architecture fashion everything that I do I was doing it but like it wasn't until senior year when I had to create my senior collection um I really really got to merge those two together and it's just been it's just been the foundation of everything that I do and yes like right now I'm doing textiles but even how even how I design my textiles very architecture floor plan ish you know what I mean and so I love it I'm like oh okay so my brain always had that 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 string that line together and I so one thing that I tell people when they create a collection or designing something new mm-hmm. get two things and merge them together and create that collection so let's just say you wanted to do like a like you wanted to like focus on I would say 19 1900s meet modern architecture do a mood board of that and then create a collection out of that and that will make you think outside the box and how they use the line at that time, you know, um, how they use design at that time and how you can implement it. And that's it. If you think like that, that will set you apart from all the, all the other designers. That's really great advice because I think it's so important to, you know, I always call it uh, following the, um, it's like Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. following the white rabbit down the hole. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes women don't give themselves permission to do that exploration. Yeah. Even in the way that we dress, you're absolutely mm. right. If you're going to stand out, mm. even in a place like a corporate. You get me started on the way we dress, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything should be about embracing truly who you are. Yeah. And I will tell you this, and you already know this, obviously alluded to this, but because my specific job is unpacking people, people, women do not, and I work with some men, they don't go deep enough into mm-hmm. knowing what that looks like. Yeah. They, don't, they don't have that sense of satisfaction that you're talking mm, about. They're yeah. only trying that one thing when there's a part of them that wants to do the merge and then they're talking themselves out of yeah. it. Your advice to kick them into <laughs> merging, making those connections and following through with it. What yeah. So I like I like practical because you know like I hear a lot of advice sometimes on TikTok and I'm like tell me five steps that's literally <laughs> me I'm like tell me how to do it like people will be like you know how people come and be like I made forty grand this month I don't care tell me how you make those forty grand you know what I mean yeah. so this is how I have done it and has been successful for me so create a cover page step one 
create a cover page, print it out in cardstock. Um, I usually go to FedEx Kinko and print it out. So let's just say next year you want to work on a new brand or you, you want to start a podcast, whatever that dream is. And I do that with my clients that I have now. I tell them, print out a cover page and I'll, and I'll provide that for them, but you can print out a cover page. I usually go to um, Walmart and buy the cardstock. And then I take the cover page and I put it on top of cardstock and I tell them FedEx Kinko and that cover page should be uh, inspiration. So go to Pinterest and if it's a, if it's a collection, do an inspirational collection, put the name of it. And then you got to say the next three months. Okay. You're going to take this cover page. You're going to put it on top of the cardstock. You're going to go to FedEx and you're going to tell them to bind it for you. That's $5.99. That is your dream book. <laughs> okay. Nice. That specific. So I have, sometimes I have five going on at the same time, just because I'm processing stuff in my head. I'm processing it financially. So basically everything that you need to do for you to get where you are is a thousand steps for you to get there. Right. And the reason we're not doing those steps, because those steps sometimes overwhelms. So that book is going to be your research book. Go to the dollar store, get you some tabs. The first one is going to just be research, research on the company, research on the industry, just research, print, tape, print, tape, print, tape, right, right, right. And maybe the next tab is um, a timeline. Can you accomplish it? Just put a timeline on, just, you know, maybe the next tab, basically those are all the steps for you to get to where you are. And all, and a lot of it is just research. You haven't even arrived yet, but you still have to do research on yes. getting the mic, what core do I need? What program? All of that is research. And when you arrive, it's because you've done the research and then there's a couple steps. But the problem is we don't do the research. So I like my clients, she'll be like, Marlene, I still got my book. I'm like, yes. But I have literally that book because what happened is when you focus on the next three months on one thing, you will make it happen. And I literally put the date I start in the day I end. And even if you didn't accomplish a hundred things on it, you'll do 30 and you'll be like, what? that 30 will blow your mind. Like you'd be like, but I didn't do all this, but I did this. And that is how I do it every year, guys. And that that's the only way. And I'm more hands-on crafty. Some people can do it on a computer, but I'm more like, I got to print it out. I got to tape it, make it more like, as if it's almost like you're journaling, you know? No, that's cool. Uh, it's a great visual journal. Yeah. I and you're great visual. And, and you know, at the end of the year, I love doing like vision board of like next year. You can put that in there too. <laughs> but I think, I think what we forget about is whatever industry, whatever next step you have to do, you have to do research. So your brain can just get an idea of what are your next steps. Like, like this, like, for me, I started doing those short podcasts. I had to do research on YouTube on the best mic. Like that took time on my day. You know what I mean? But those are part of, if you want to get somewhere, you have to do research on how someone else got there. You know, research on other, um, if it's a fashion line, how other designers are doing it. Like a lot of my, like for my brand, I go on um, a lot of other brands, like cost, COS costs. Um, I see how they're marketing their um, marketing brand on Facebook ads. I see how they're doing their social media ads. I see the size of the pictures. I see, um, I do all this research. Like I'm constantly doing that. Even with TikTok, like right now I'm doing my, I see how other people are doing TikTok. I see how long their videos, how long someone watched my videos. All of that is research and data. Like, and that's what I've been saying is like, you need data to make decisions. And so when you create that book, you can do research. And then at the end, you can evaluate at the end of this book and go, how did you like it? Do you want to continue? How someone else doing it? You know, how many views did you do? What was the best topic someone done? So that's practical 
step-by-step of like how you jump from being where you are to jumping to the next level. I think you just probably release some burdens there (laughs) because it it goes back and I know we're about to wrap up. It goes back to something you said earlier. First of all, I love, I feel like I got set free. Because I I used to actually, I had a book. I don't know if I, I might've saw that from you. I Mm -hmm. remember in the front cover. You probably came to my studio one time. And you know, sometimes you just stop, get out of the habit of doing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so important to have something tactile. Mm. It goes back to what you said earlier at the beginning, which I love. You're like, you want to be able to make these steps in your dream. And yeah. women become discouraged because they're not making any steps. Any and steps. you're right, it feels so far away. But even having a manual that you put together where yeah. you control that part, your brain is so crazy you know, in mm. amazing ways and crazy ways yeah. too but, but yeah. is that once you, once you start to pre-program it it will jump in full force to help you meet a goal man I and love that and you don't even have to like once you set that goal just doing 10 percent of that goal gonna blow your mind like right now i want to focus on because i'm a good creator and right now i'm learning how to promote my business so i'm all i'm doing is like studying facebook marketing YouTube, and I'm doing that for my clients too. Like I'm doing promo videos and we weren't taught as artists or people that create like how to promote ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I have a book. I'm like, oh no, like I'm studying, I'm on YouTube. I'm seeing what other people are doing it. I'm screenshotting it step-by-step. Step. I'm putting inside of there. Cause when it's time for me to do promos, I want to know how to reach X amount of people. Cause a lot of, some people don't even have social media. They're just doing promos and that's how they're making money. You know what I mean? But we don't know. Success always leaves clues. And I think what mm, I, love I had that. to sum up all of this from what you were saying, again, I love this whole idea, this thing that you have of like, take the initiative to design your own life. Yeah. The happiness that you project, the fact that you're encouraging us to just be intentional about it mm-hmm. and then relieve those needless weights of perspectivism mm. and these expectations. Carving out time for yourself creates the greatest reservoir for you to actually fill your own battery and yeah. go back and do it. Just so many good things here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a whole list of questions, which of course <laughs> we were we talked about them. I'm trying to think. I'm looking at it real quick. No, go for um, it. Go for I it. I think we touched on everything. Okay. As we're wrapping up, I would love to hear from you. Like, what is is there anything we you want to say that we ha- you hadn't mentioned, or what would be your final advice for like women if you had to sum up everything? Ooh, we talked about a lot of things. Um, yeah. We talked about basically it's okay to fail. You know what I mean? It's okay to have those de- decor. Um, is that my center right? Detour, like when you go into oh, yeah, a detours. Um, yes. detours yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's okay. Um, it's not okay to stay there forever, but it's okay. like that is okay to like things didn't work out. You know what I mean? Um, one thing I would say is trying to have accountability. Um, if just find a, another person that does business and be like, okay these are my goals. These are your goals. Okay. How's everything? And just kind of like support each other. Cause, um, isolation is real. Like it's real. And when you, when you, if you don't do it on purpose, you're just like in business mode and you tend to put yourself in a box. So trying to have accountability, whether it's spiritual accountability, um, that I have, cause I tend to be all business focused and not my accountability is like making sure that I contact with people. <laughs> cause my default is I can be in this room 
And I, I don't know what day it is, you know, because I love it. But um, that's my accountability of like, oh, I got to make sure that I'm having human contact, that I'm in my word, that I'm going to community group, that I'm making sure I'm at church because I want to be at the beach all day. So try not to be isolated. Try to figure out what that looks like for you and your schedule. If you're a mom, have another mom. You know, isolation is don't. That's when we start thinking stuff in our head and we in isolation, you know, um, it's, it's just a scary place to be, um, ask for help. <laughs> I don't know nothing. If like I have, a, because I don't know a lot about business, the people around me, I'm like, so I want to invest. Like right now, um, one thing I'm doing is I'm doing NFTs, which I'm super excited about with my fashion. Like my sketches are becoming NFTs, you know, and that's a whole different world. But I ask questions. NFT, by the way. So it's like a digital, um, how should I, it's like a, so NFTs are something that's like, okay, remember trading cards? Yeah. Basically that's digital where, they it's like people buy it with crypto and it's like an investment and they buy your and then what happened they mint it almost they get certified for it and they own it it's like you know like wow. back like what they did in a gallery back in the days where you sold your artwork they have a certificate um they own it um and you can have royalty also if for life i have royalty five percent on it like if they keep reselling it for life I have um, royalty on it. So I can go deeper, but it's like in the um, crypto where people pay and investment. What does that look like? And so I'm, I don't know everything. And so one thing I've been doing, I've been asking for help, especially when it comes to business, you know, um, how to invest from the money we get. How do we do budgeting? You know, um, that same binder that I told you guys, I even have one for financial. What does that look like to be financially stable? So I ask a lot. Of course, so if you don't know something, it's okay. If you don't, and if you don't want to ask, YouTube it, <laughs> type it in. <laughs> I don't know about marketing. YouTube it if you don't want to ask anyone, but go and seek for, for it. I think the last thing I think I want to say is um, what has made my life really given me the foundation is I love researching. We live in 2021. You'd be surprised when you meet someone, they stop at plan A. They'd be like, I don't know. I was like, we live in 2021. You can go research it. You can go YouTube a hundred videos on one topic if you don't know. But what happened is we stay at the, I don't know, and we're okay with that. And maybe, and maybe some of us wasn't taught how to do creative thinking or creative researching because that takes a skill, but I would encourage people to just develop that. Like, if you don't know something about your business, you know, make a, um, make a squad analysis, which I love about where you are in life, um, in any area and squad and is basically like saying your strength, your weaknesses, and then in your weaknesses, um, one of the questions on a squad analysis, how is, how is your strength can help your weakness? Hmm. One of my, one of my weaknesses, my financial, like, because it's boring. Um, I didn't want to do it. And the one way that I made it creative fun is I designed every, I designed the the budget page. So now I want to do my budget. How can my, the question is, how can your strength help your weakness? I don't like to do budgeting, but if I design the page, I will do it. <laughs> That's a very strategic way of doing it. Smart. Oh, using your creative, like I don't like doing books, but I designed a whole book on financial, like the budgeting, the, um, I designed my squad analysis. So now all those stuff that was boring, I made it pretty. And so now I want to do it. So those are things that I would really encourage people is like research, research, research. If you don't know how to do something, 
it's okay, but just start developing that skill of if you don't know it, go find out. Be that proactive to go and find out. So those are things that I would like leave with just things that I've learned that people have put in my heart that I've, I wish someone would have told me years ago. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. And also the last thing is like, if you're struggling financially, just start thinking about like, how can you do ads? There's Google ad, there's Facebook ad, there's Pinterest ad. And the cool thing about them, they give you data to see how many clicks, how many people go to your website. Then you can use those data to reevaluate. So if you're like, man, I have a brand, I don't have money, or I'm starting a business, I don't have money. Really, really start thinking about ads, marketing ads, Instagram marketing ads, which I've done. Um, just think about those. And those are cool ways to be like, I, I can make money tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, because you got to get out there and be seen. And you're right, a little bit can go a long way. If you yes. And so, no, great, 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 yeah. great. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And thank you're you welcome. for sharing your wisdom. You have really <laughs> cool. Listen here, I might have to, I might have to take up offering. You done poured into <laughs> uh, Well, as we're wrapping up, yeah. please let everybody know where they can find you. Work, where they can follow you from. Mm-hmm. Please, where, where are yeah. you? So you can go to com. I've created a landing page where um, when you click, you'll see my online store. Um, I also have um, Labisier Inc., which um, it's all the project that I've helped other people. So you'll see their promo videos. I've taken photography for people, brands, um, all of that you can see on Labisier Inc. Um, that's what I use to um, basically um, design other people, brands and make their brand successful. Um, and yeah, so that's literally. And then if you want me, um, I'm on TikTok. Um, I love TikTok because TikTok taught me how to tell stories. And if you want Instagram, it's Merlene.Labisier. Stop by and say hi. I am I love to have a conversation always, you know, because I feel like I'm learning from people all the time. But um, stop by MerlineLabisier.com and say hi. Well, she is so, listen here, when I sent her the request, I was like crossing my fingers. I was like, oh Lord, she probably didn't, she didn't remember, I'm joking, I wish she remembered me, but she's just so gracious. It was like, yes, Aww. we'd love to do it. So that is the giving nature that is Yay. So I appreciate you. Our listeners appreciate you. I, again, we could have went on forever. I didn't even get to ask you a ton of questions about Project Runway, but <laughs> maybe we'll have you in the distant future. But thank you for all the wisdom you share because I feel like it's really going to transform the way women decide to plan their life out and the way they decide to design and step out in their life, including my own. So thank you again. Um, thanks to our listeners. Of course, you will see all of her contact information in the show notes. And I look forward to you attending and catching all of our future sessions. Uh, bye. Bye.